What's up, guys? Welcome back to Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She, too, gets upset with me when I leave too nice of a tip. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And let me cl- let me clarify what you just said. Okay. Because it is true, it but is only, true. only when the waitress or waitresses... Oh, when they suck. We do we do get multiple waitresses sent to our table all the time. They're like, we don't think we can handle this table with just one well, so waitress. There is a waitress and waiter. Waiter, god, god yeah. damn it! This is this, this god is damn it, Patrice. This is my what do you call it? I don't know. Pet is it pet beef? Sure, I, I don't know. You That's my pet me. beef that I can't remember the male version of waitress. But you can remember the gender of an animal, no problem. No problem. You're like, squirrel? That's a man. <laughs> cat? No, it's not. The squirrel's female? Mm-hmm. Okay. And cat? Well, female. Female? Mm-hmm. And dog? Male. Okay. Got it. We got one. One yeah. for the boys. But I can. So let, let me go back. We've experienced many, many, many really horrible waiters and waitresses, right? Yeah. And when you suck and you're rude to me, us... Why should I tip you 20%? Because if I sucked at my job, I'm going to get fired. If you sucked at your job, you're going to get fired. I know. This is a way to learn. I know. On the other hand, when we have great wait- waitresses or waitresses, I'm <laughs> all for tipping. Like, tip them. Because that's the, that's the experience. If the food is great and they're pleasant, I love it. I'm be- beautiful. I'll pay you. I'll give you 25% if it's awesome, right? Sure. But why should I reward someone who literally made my dining experience when I'm spending my money that I earned by working hard? Yeah. Why should I spend it on someone who just killed the experience for me? I mean, you make great points. Right? I don't want to turn this into a Restaurant Impossible podcast <laughs> here. But... When we do a shitty job at work, we get fired. But before we get fired, we get our full pay. And then they fire us at a restaurant. Let them get fired, but they still need to get paid while they're working. I never said don't tip them. Okay. I always say let's tip them 5 or 10% so they learn. Yeah. I don't think I've ever tipped below 15%. And we've had terrible experiences where I said, all right, I'll do 15 And you got somewhat upset with me. Yeah, because that was just horrible. I, you're talking about a one specific person. Yeah. It was in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> the pink house, terrible restaurant. Don't go there. Worst was, experience ever. It was so expensive, which is fine. The food sucked, which still I would probably get over. But the way that the waitress acted with us. It was a waiter. Waiter. Yeah. That was just horrible. It was unacceptable. It was. No uh, matter if you're at Chili's or if you're at the pink house in Savannah. Yeah. If I wasn't drunk, Guys, I would want to talk to the manager. Pink, pink house, not a sponsor. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. All right. We, we're all over the place I hope, here. I hope you guys will understand my point because I think I'm making some. You're some, making great points. Some great points. You're making great points. I just, I feel guilty sometimes because we know wait staff is underserved and overworked and. 100%, but it doesn't stop you from being polite. No, I know. That's, that's that's my thing. Listen, if the food sucks, I'm not gonna blame the waiter or the waitress. It's not their fault as long as they're pleasant. I'm the guy who always makes excuses for other people. So if it's the waitress is being terrible, I'm like, well, maybe their brother died and they're having a bad day and they need to make the money. Or if I see someone flying down the highway and they almost hit someone, I'm like, well, maybe their wife is pregnant and they gotta get to the hospital. I'm always making excuses for people. I know it's not good. I would rather be the the person be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. 
today's not my day. Oh, my my brother is in a hospital. I'm really sorry. I would be like, that oh my gosh. That would ruin your experience? No. <laughs> then would I would be like, experience. I would be like, oh, I feel bad for you. But now I understand if you are a little down. Sure. Sure. Okay. At this, let's, let's just roll with this. Let's, let's just roll. On. Let's move on. Let's let's talk about 90 Day Fiance in a second. But first, let's wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Very Merry. A very Merry. We hope you got the PS5s and the MacBook Pros that you were wishing <laughs> for. And if you didn't, get online and find yourself a baby girl. Because oh the gifts gosh. are out there. Kimberly. Baby girl Kimberly's the gift-giving queen over here. BGK. BG Hey? <laughs> BGK. Oh. <laughs> I was like, BG Hey, that's a nice gift. Yeah. All it's right. Unbelievable. Okay, guys, a um, little disclaimer. I don't know if anything sounds different. I hope it doesn't sound different, but we are currently on the road in Kentucky. We are in, <laughs> in rural Kentucky. If <laughs> my southern drawls coming out a little bit more today, it's because we're in Kentucky. We yeah. are sipping some bourbons. Not yet. But we will be we will be yeah. shortly. Um, but that's that's what we're doing. That's why we couldn't go live last night. Yes. We're traveling. We hope you guys are either traveling or at your destinations or back home. Hope you had a good Christmas, a very Merry Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, and looking forward to the new year. Same here, same here. So merry very merry very and merry. happy new year. Very merry. Okay. Before we get into the show, we will. If you guys want to follow us on social media, you can, you should. It's so easy to do. Follow us at Married to Reality Pod mm-hmm. on Instagram, at Married to Reality Pod. And I want you to follow us there because we have a big announcement coming. Oh, that's right. We have a, how quickly you forget. Oh, very quickly. Or you're trying to forget. <laughs> listen, listen, we're on a vacation. Yes. We still do this because we that's our passion For and we love, love you guys. But my brain is a little bit on the break, a little bit. So I'll have to remind Teresa and I'll also remind you guys that we have a big announcement coming. We're going to announce it next week. We're going to announce it on Instagram, as we always do. So make sure you're following us at Married to Reality Pod so you are first to see that big news. And it is big news. Big news. Big news for 2022. Okay. So you're following us on Instagram. Also make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. It doesn't matter. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it just means meat, quote, hot. And let me requote it. Please. She says to Gino, he loves me a lot. He's like a dinosaur. Oh, whoa. I mean, some dinosaurs are herbivores. That's very true. But fun fact about me, I'm a big dino fan. We know you are. A big dino fan. We know you are. So the fact that someone just quoted... Something about dinosaur, even though it wasn't entirely correct, as you said. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to give her a um, high five. So now you're a little more Team Jasmine? Definitely not, but okay. that was a hot quote. All right, hot quote. Very hot quote. <laughs> so smash it. Smash it like it's hot. Um, and lastly, if you haven't left a review, if you could, that'd be awesome. And here's sort of big news, which I haven't even told you about. Oh. We always ask for the Apple reviews, and we still really appreciate those because that's the main platform. We can see where the listeners come from. And Apple Podcasts is like 70% of the listens. But Spotify just added a rating feature oh, to podcast. Really? Yeah, so you can go to our page on Spotify and you can just do, I think, one to five stars. I don't think you can review just do five. via words. Yeah, if you want to throw five our way for Christmas, <laughs> uh, we appreciate that. But uh, speaking of reviews, we got a very nice one oh. that I would love to read. Read it. A Christmas gift here. Um, 
Yeah, this is the Christmas gift that you lost under the tree, and then you find it the next day, and you're like, whoa, I forgot I had this gift. We got one right here to open up and read. This one comes to us from One Sadari One. Hello, One Sadari One. One in our hearts, five in the stars. Five stars writes, <laughs> my favorite 90-day podcast. Love it already. We love to hear that. Writes, I listen to many 90-day podcasts, in parentheses, okay, I'm a 90-day addict. Well, Same guilty. here. Yep. Same here. Guilty. Here we are we on vacation you. talking about 90 Day Fiance. Um, <laughs> John and Teresa are not only entertaining, but they are informative in a fun way. Just I just enlightened some people that not all dinosaurs are carnivores. So look at that. I think that's very, very good. <laughs> they write, I love learning more about Czech culture, too, from Teresa. She's adorable. <laughs> love you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you once, Sadari one. Beautiful review. We love it. I love it. Can't get enough of that. I, I was always, I'm trying to go for the um, kind of b- badass persona, mm. but I, I'll take cute. That's why you don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> I do tip. Come That's on. That's why you don't that tip. That is going to make me sound like an asshole. I'm just saying, I just rate people based on how good they are. People rate us based on how good we are. If we sucked. Right. But we tell friend, people. <laughs> our friend is not going to write this nice review if we suck. But we just hope they would move on and not feel the need to give one star. So if you don't like it, just move on. I right? Guess. Don't go back to the restaurant. Don't go back to the podcast, but you don't need to make a stink about it. True. I mean, you can go back. If the food is good, you could go back because it doesn't mean that you would get the same person. That's true. Okay. Can we move on? Yes, enough. Enough. Can we talk <laughs> Can we talk about 90 Day, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Got a couple. Got a couple little ones here. First one, number one. Is Amira trying to be the next Topanka? That's what I want to know. Because Wait. Amira, yeah. Amira trying to be the next Topanka over here. We we already know she's on OnlyFans. Classic. Okay. That's following in Stepanka's footsteps and so many others. But she recently kicked it up a notch. Ooh. Got a little nastier. Mean? Right? Maybe after seeing how much Stepanka is earning from selling her jar of farts <laughs> Amira wants to get on, on this on this behavior she's not selling her farts okay she's selling her poop no I think that's illegal <laughs> she's selling her underwear used used underwear Woo. freshly used because people want it for they still want to be able to get a whiff and so she's offering same day shipping because they want they want to write off right off the body Right, right. How much? I didn't. I didn't bid. I think it's, I don't know. If, I think it's a bidding oh. situation on OnlyFans where she puts up a pair, goes to the highest bidder. Gee. I don't know if you have to pay extra for skid marks or anything, but Ew. I'm not looking to pick up a pair. Yeah, don't please. But isn't that that's a little? This is I what mean, you want to be known for, people. Like Stepanka, you're now known for. Selling the, your farts. She's the farts girl. Right. And now, Amir, you're selling your dirty underwear. But at least Chipanka embraces it. I feel like... You got to embrace she it. She just collects the money. You got to embrace it. But it's all about your brand. Do you want that to be your brand? That's my question. Well, it is Chipanka's brand. I feel like she somehow is rolling with it. However, it's kind of gross from Amira. I don't know why. I know. Well, I just like it because... Or I don't like it because it does feel like it's a little bit of a copycat. It's, yeah. it's Topanka, an innovator, an absolute innovator. <laughs> she should have gone on Shark Tank. Again, there was on, a guy who shark, tried to shark. sell his farts. You're stepping on this great joke that I just <laughs> I'm so sorry. Shark Tank. <laughs> 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 
right? <laughs> Stefan is an innovator. Oh, I get out of Amir, here. Amir, come on. We've seen that a million get times over selling your dirty <laughs> undies. Okay. That's, that's, a thing. that's, by the way, number one, unless you have something else to say. I, I feel like I have nothing to say. Okay. Number two. Number two. Speaking of clothing businesses, the Comeback Kids, David and Annie themselves, have just launched a bit of a fashion line. I knew this one. Okay, you knew this one? You but tell me more. I just know the, the very minimum. Well, me too. <laughs> They're selling traditional Thai dresses. Mm-hmm. Selling them on Instagram. These are $39. I think that's a fair price, and I think they're clean when you buy them, so that's positive. They look good. Uh, Annie's posted some photos. Yeah, she's them. rocking them all the she's time. She's rocking them. She's posting them. People are liking them. Unlike a lot of 90-day businesses, Yara's business and whatnot, people are kind of not the biggest fans of those. But here, great reception. People are liking them. Mm-hmm. People are buying them. $39 a dress. Yeah. Beautiful. I think that's fair. It is. And respect, shout out to this couple because I call them the comeback kids. They probably got a lot of hate. David got a lot of hate in his early season. But now he's kind of lovable and they're putting in the work. They're on the OG show, of course, Mm -hmm. Pillow Talk. Remember Foodie Call? Oh, yeah. They did Foodie (laughs) Call. Um, And now they're doing that spinoff after the 90 days Mm -hmm. uh, coming out January 10th. I think they both got a lot of hate. He got a hate for being a loser, basically, just leaving yeah. everything behind his Not kids. working. Yeah, she got some shit for, you were in your early 20s, and this obese American right. man in his 50s, please, like, you just want to get to the country, right? Yeah. But they proved us wrong, and yeah. we love them. I love no, David and Annie, and I love the relationship. And they are doing it. They're together. I love all the videos they put up. Like you can, you can tell that the relationship is good. They're a fun couple. Yeah. We got. We mentioned it a long time ago. Our first cameo we ever received. A couple friends oh, bought yeah. us with David and Annie. <laughs> That's right. <so> true. <laughs> shout out to our friends Wes and Sarah. Yeah. Shout out, guys. Um. Okay. That's it. That's by the way. Which means we can move on and talk about the reason we are here, which is 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Let's do it. All right, let's start with Gino and Jasmine. (laughs) Jasmine. (laughs) So Gino (laughs) just arrived in Panama a couple hours ago, met up with Jasmine. They're going to get a bite to eat. They go to this restaurant. I think maybe it was in the hotel. Maybe, but it looks like a nice restaurant. Looks like a nice restaurant. Unfortunately for Gino, I don't think they served any TV dinners. I don't think they had any frozen (laughs) meals on the menu. So he had to go for the burger which is a man after my own heart. I hate to say it, but I do enjoy a cheeseburger once in a while. I mean, so do I. And in a foreign country, you hate to do it, but I did do it the first time we were in Czech after like a week. After a week, I was just going to say that. So no, you're not that American. After a week of eating the schnitzels and the dumplings. Yeah. The dumplings. I was like, I need a burger. Give me a burger. That's all I want. And that's what I got. And that that's Great. And Gino, I feel for him, but his first meal in this new country, the dude goes for a burger. Jasmine, of course, goes for the veggie wrap. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she is a vegan. She's a vegan, which I don't think Gino understands what that is because <laughs> he keeps calling her vegetarian. Yeah, that's that's different, Gino. Educate and, yourself. Unless she's keeping that from him because that would just blow his mind. Unless... She doesn't know the difference. Well, she says vegan, so he should just repeat what she says. But no. So 
She gets the veggie wrap, calls Gino the typical American. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the best part was when this burger comes out, Gino goes, my first Panama food. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's like if he went to McDonald's. Through the drive-thru, they'd hand him the bag and he would probably go, my first Panama food. I'm sure he would probably prefer. Probably. McDonald's over this fancy restaurant because, and this is typical, a person leaving their country, going somewhere. And for example, I see all these memes and you guys know that I used to be an au pair, right? Mm-hmm. I see these memes when... Girl, you're in America, you're just saving all your all your money because they don't pay you enough, wearing sweatpants and fake acts. But then you go to visit your your country and you're all fancy looking because you want to flex a little, right? Okay. So now like Gino is a very simple man. He's frozen food all the time. But now he's in this new country just like eating at a fancy restaurant, eating a burger, being all fancy. Basically being someone who he's actually not. I'm so confused. You think Gino's being fancy by ordering a burger? By going to a nice restaurant. I don't think he does it at home. Oh, I we completely disagree on this. I think that was the only option for them to go eat. And he's being anything but fancy by ordering a cheeseburger. I guess. What are you talking about? It's this? Not, it's not frozen. That's my point. Uh, no, no. Gino is the type of person, if you asked him his favorite Italian food, he'd be like, DiGiorno. Uh, maybe with pepperoni if I'm feeling a little special, <laughs> right? Special occasions, birthday, maybe throw some sausage. Like that's Gino. He does. He's not trying to be fancy. That is just all he knows. It is what it is. True, but you don't get my point. Are you saying because the uh, the burger had a tiki umbrella in it that maybe it's a little <laughs> extra fancy? I think I that saw it too, the you're, cocktail be, umbrella. you're being taken by the cocktail umbrella. We have them, by the way. I've never thought to put it in the burger. It's very true. But this I might start doing that. We've learned so many burger techniques through 90 Day Fiance. Very true. Putting mustard mm. in the patty meat, throwing a tiki umbrella in there. Listen, I bought the tiki umbrellas to elevate my homemade drinks, but we might as well elevate. Yeah. Our homemade burgers. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying now. You were taken by that umbrella. That is a fancy burger. Very fancy. (laughs) So the wine's flowing, the food's flowing, Gino's getting loose, and Jasmine gets a text that captures Gino's attention. And he's like, who's Paul? Who's that? And Jasmine comes over, gets up, kind of wraps her arms around him and goes, it's Paulina. It's a female friend. But now Jasmine... Wants Gino to do the same thing she just did. I'll show you mine. You show me yours. I think it was a move. Oh, yeah. The way she was totally just got up over there. It wasn't just like, oh, it's Paulina. It's my friend. It was like, no, here, I'm going to show you everything. So then you have to show Mm -hmm, me everything. mm -hmm. Did you see that Gino was just chugging his wine? He was so nervous. So nervous. So nervous. Yeah, the little liquid courage. I almost feel like, does he have something in his phone? Which would be dumb. No, I think he's just never been around. I know you don't find, well, you found Jasmine hot, which I appreciate you admitting. I don't think Gino's ever been. In a hooker kind of way. Sure. I don't think you've ever, (laughs) or Gino's ever been around a woman of this caliber. I have to agree with that. He's nervous. He's very nervous. And that's why he's drinking that wine. So yeah, Jasmine comes over and is like, I showed you mine. You show me yours. They go through his phone and she spots something she doesn't like. (laughs) A friend request (laughs) from a girl. And Jasmine does not bite her tongue. She's, who's who's this bitch? (laughs) Who's this bitch? (laughs) Like the level of jealousy and and Gino knows it. He said it several times on this episode that it can be an issue. Dude, it is already an issue. 
if someone did it to me, I would be like, mm, hello and goodbye. It's an issue, but it hasn't reached the point of affecting the relationship because they haven't banged yet. Until you've banged, you'll put up with anything. You don't care. You're like, all I want to do is have sex with this person. That's interesting. As soon as you do it, every little thing now comes into full focus and you'll you'll get angry, you'll get upset, you'll realize this person's not for you because you banged. You got what you came for. <laughs> and we'll we'll see. We'll see after the consummation. The real man just spoke. But I think it's probably for anyone. It's like you're on the hunt. You want to get what you're going for. And once you get it, then things become more clear and you're not so willing to just look past these things that upset so you. So all guys want is to bang? In the beginning, I think... I mean, listen, I'm there with you. I'm right there with I, you. But. I think in the beginning, <laughs> that is a lot of what people are going for. And they're they're not going to get bogged down by, ah, she's over my shoulder looking at my phone as she eats this or that she's a vegan it's like i just want to bang i'll deal with that later well yes but i don't think gina would ever look any other way because she on the scale of zero to ten if she's ten gino is like 1.5 sure. so yeah. Yeah. he he will probably put up with all her shit and he he is jasmine makes gino delete and block this woman whoever she is, probably just one of those Instagram people that always slide into my DMs and are like, you want to see my boobs? And I'm like, no, because this isn't real. This is you a link. You reply to those people? No, they're always in your spam, the spam I know. port. And it's like, hot girls naked. I'm like, this this isn't real. I'm not that lucky. I don't get messages like that, but I get messages like, do you want to model for our brand? I mean, they might, those might be legit. Oh, uh, it's not. Oh. I mean, I don't even look at it, but how do you know if I want to model if all my accounts are locked? Very so true. if you're not my friend, you don't know what I look like. You don't Very know what true. I do. That's a good point. So definitely but, spams. But I'm sure it's just these women or not even women. They're just bots that message you. Mm-hmm. They want you to click a link. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's a virus or whatnot. But either way, Jasmine makes Gino delete her, block her. And she goes, sorry for getting crazy. It's just you're a man. That's it. That's all all it takes for her to be crazy, upset, nervous, is that he's a man. He's also a Gino. He's also a Gino. I think she has nothing to worry about, but hey, we'll see. I just hope that Gino wiped his phone clean before he landed. I or he should have just gotten a new phone. I don't think there's anything on that phone. We talked about it last episode. I don't think he's a guy that's got a ton of women messaging him or anything to hide. Maybe the porn, maybe he should delete his history. But I'm sure she has some naked ladies or she used to have some naked ladies in she? his phone. He, I'm oh. sorry, he. Maybe, no, maybe, maybe but she, I don't think knows? it's people <laughs> reaching out to him. I think it's stuff he paid for. <laughs> like David? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, then the bill comes and Jasmine directs the bill to Gino's side. Probably sorry. It's just that you're a man and, and you take care of this too. But she immediately regrets Gino paying when he throws down that big tip. Because according... To Gino, when you have a good waitress, 15%. Big spender over here. <laughs> when you get the service that you deserve, 15%. You see, I would do 20 to 25, so who's better? I know. Who's better over here? Oh, you are for sure. <laughs> Jasmine disagrees. Jasmine says, that's why these people get used to it. And then they want to charge us Panamanians that money, and we don't have it. So 
I'm gonna I'm gonna shine some light on this from my Czech perspective. I know what you're gonna say. And you know it. In the Czech Republic, as far as I know, and this was like this the entire time, and I don't think it changed since the last time we've been there. We don't really tip, you round up. But waiters and waitresses, they get paid. Right, like a so good you, salary. You get your salary. So if you serve one person or a hundred people a day, you get the same money. What the difference is that usually let's say if you paid and it was twelve fifty, right? You you would be like, oh, thirteen. Or if it's a nice restaurant, it can be fourteen. Right? You kind of like round it up. Sure. But you don't tip fifteen, twenty, twenty-five percent. That's why people in Prague or these big tourist cities, mm-hmm. they're making so much money. They do. Because, because tourists tip. They're used to the Americans or whomever else coming yeah. over there and giving 15, 20% on top of their already yeah. decent salary. I remember once we went, went out with my grandmother and like you wanted to tip and she like freaked out when she saw it. She freaks she, out anytime oh, money <laughs> comes into the equation. <laughs> that's right? true. I'm like, I bought a new T-shirt. It was $10. What? Don't you have a T-shirt? You're, <laughs> you're wearing a T-shirt right now. Why would you buy another T-shirt? <laughs> Meanwhile, she keeps giving us money. That, so right. That, that is a fine line. But yeah, like she was like, oh my gosh, why is John giving such a big tip? <laughs> and like, because he does, that's like that in America, but I kind of told you. And I'm you, trying to impress you, Babichka. Oh yeah. But you don't have to do, it, it's again, it's nice to round it up, maybe do something extra for sure. It's just a nice gesture, but you don't have to do 15, 20% because they do get paid. That's Czech and That's Czech. other European countries. I looked it up. Panama, they say it's customary to do 10%. Okay. So yeah, not 15, not 20, but 10%. So I don't know. I don't know if Jasmine has a big issue with this, if she just wants him to go from 15% to 10% or if it's something else entirely. I think we know actually what it is. It's that it goes from Gino leaving this hefty tip to Jasmine thinking Gino's got it hot and heavy for this waitress. She is translating in her head that this tip means he likes this waitress. And so now she's pissed. I'm curious if the waitress was a waiter... Would yeah. she have the same issue? I don't know. It's a good question. Here's sort of what I think. We know Gino spends a lot of money on her. That's very true. I think she expects that money to go to her. Ooh, that's a, that's why a you, good point. Why are you paying this woman? What is she? Why is she getting your money? I should be getting the money. That's a good point. The more you tip her, the less you give me. <laughs> I think that is really at the crux of the issue. I can see that. Uh, that's that's a good point. So maybe if it was a man, it'd be the same issue, but it, he would. She would have to approach it differently. It wouldn't be like, oh, you're hitting on this man. It would, mm. Oh, we don't pay that much. We five percent, ten percent. Give the rest to me. Or he should keep the money for himself and get some get some hair implants. No, he shouldn't. He looks. I think he looks fine. We haven't seen him bald, but he, from what I can see, looks like a guy who would look good bald. Um, I don't know about just that. as good bald. I don't think he would look any worse. Yeah, bald. <laughs> good, good. okay. Yeah, but I was gonna say that's definitely something that makes him self conscious. If it make, makes you self conscious that you're yeah. bald and you keep wearing the stupid hats, as Jasmine called them, yep. why don't you save some money for yourself and get a freaking hair implants and see how you look? I think it's almost the self fulfilling prophecy where he won't take the hat off, so he's giving nobody a chance to say. Hey, man, you look pretty good, bald. You look good without a hat. He's always wearing the hat, 
So he's always in fear that once I take it off, people are going to think I'm a monster. If he just takes it off and starts getting some positive affirmation, oh, you look pretty good without the hat. You look good, bald. <laughs> then he'll feel better about it. I guess. I don't think it's the actual lack of hair. It's he thinks he doesn't look good, bald. So if people said, no, you do, he'd probably feel better about himself. And it's funny because he's not a vain person. Look at his house. Look at his sofa. Look what he eats. Like he's not a vain person. Vain, he's, like fancy? Vanity. Yeah. He's, oh. He doesn't appear to be concerned with appearance. His clothes, his decorating in his home. He doesn't seem to be consumed with that. No, but he doesn't have any money for it because he spends it on j j j jasmine. And those big tips. Okay, so they head back to their room and they're already in this argument. Day one, just because Gino wanted to tip this waitress, they're having big problems. Just the tip. He just the tip just to see how it feels. That's all Gino wanted. So they're at the hotel. Jasmine's pissed. She wants space. She doesn't want to talk. So she goes and she hides in the bathroom. It's a, cla- it's a classic movie we've seen time and time again. Nicole did it. Nicole made this move famous, hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> Jasmine now does it. And this is not what Gino wanted. He was planning on having some of those blue pills for dessert. <sighs> I'm very curious to see if he's going to take the... Imagine if something went wrong and his penis was up for days. What, <laughs> what, do, you, what do you do? You go to a doctor. <laughs> but it, it, the, the second question, which is the more important question, is what does the doctor do? The commercial always says, if you have an erection that lasts longer than four hours, see a doctor. <laughs> well, when the doctor sees you, what does he do? How do you get that thing down? I don't know. You probably think of um, non-sexual objects. Okay. Like a chair. Okay. A lamp. <laughs> yeah, it's sexual for some people. Oh. Uh, right in. Right yeah, in if you know. If something. you know how to get it down. I've been dealing with this problem for three hours, so if, if it goes on any longer, <laughs> I'm going to have to see a doctor. Right in, please. Okay. So... Gino wanted to pop some of those pills and have a good night, but now he doesn't know if Jasmine's in the mood, doesn't know if they can make love like two wet animals, doesn't know how the (laughs) night's going to turn. But Jasmine comes out of the bathroom, and she's in this blue lace nightie. And she's like, it's just the PJs. Oh, it's more than PJs. It's like, we we see you, Jasmine. We see what you're doing. Who needs little blue pills when you have that little blue nightie? And that's, that's my thing. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. as I said before, she is a hot and a hooker kind of way. She's that definitely good. should put the penis up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, Why does need he need pills? all the pills? I, and again, he's never been face to face with her. Maybe he doesn't need the pills. Uh, maybe because he said, oh, I haven't been intimate in years. Maybe he thinks that he's just going to come like this. Oh, do the pills help you last longer? Is that part of the deal too? I I've guess. heard mixed reviews. I guess. Okay, all right. That's good to know. So multiple reasons to take those <laughs> pills. So Jasmine's wearing this blue nightie. She's like, do you want to cuddle? Come into bed, which is a complete 180. This is terrifying behavior to me. She thinks the best way to reconcile, the best way to get over this fight is to bang, which is very disturbing to me. I, I'm not a psychologist. I pretend to be one on this podcast <laughs> sometimes, but I, I think that's... That's not the best way. I think you should talk out your issues. Oh, for sure. Don't just bang. And then it becomes Pavlovian where every time you get into an argument, you bang to get over it. So you just start getting into arguments so you can bang. You mean like the saliva dog? The sal- Yeah, the bell. Yeah. And the, and the saliva. And like speaking of two wet animals, it's very Pavlovian, right? <laughs> and I think it's a vicious cycle and not one that you guys should get started. But that's how they roll. 
That's how they roll. And so now Gino's like, oh, damn it, I should have taken the pills mm -hmm. just for fun because what do I do now? Apparently it takes a while to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what was the most disturbing part of this whole segment? And you might know because you know me. Sure. Oh, oh yeah. Jasmine asked Gino, do you want to cuddle with me? But before you do, do you, do you want to take a shower? <laughs> Gino's like, eh, not right now. And yep. he jumps in bed with the clothes he was wearing on the plane. He was on the plane the whole day. He gets it with his shoes that he probably wore in the bathroom at the airport, stepping in those urinal puddles. Uh, it's so disgusting to me. I can't. And if, listen, okay, we live in the world of COVID. It's even more disgusting. But well, it's not transmittable COVID. by urine sneakers. No, <laughs> urine sneakers. No, no, no. But I feel like COVID brought this awareness of people right. not being clean enough, right? Sure. So, f but forget COVID. It's still disgusting. Oh, absolutely disgusting. And you want to talk dirty. How about this dirty talk that Gino's doing? He's like, oh, wow, you're so hot. You're so sexy. He's <laughs> like, oh, oh, I hurt my arms and my shoulders. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, I think he was trying to like position himself on her. He's like, oh, you're so hot. Oh, I hurt my arm and my shoulders. It was very, the whole thing was very awkward. And I was just going to give Gina one, one tip. Okay. If he does want to be this dirty man that he is and dirty, not in a sexual way, just dirty, mm -hmm. get a two queens bedroom. So oh. You can have one queen bed for sleeping and one queen bed for hanging out in your dirty clothes. Sure. Or you could just change your clothes. Oh, 100%. But that's, Gino doesn't at all like that. He doesn't shower after no. a long trip. No. Why would he? No. I mean, it's mind blowing. Jasmine basically has to beg this guy to hug and kiss her. And he finally does. And when he does, it does look like two wet animals banging it looks like a three-legged dog trying to bang a cat <laughs> it's very disturbing it looks like it's gino's first time kissing a woman and it the, does right yeah the, and it probably has been the first time kissing a woman in a decade but the whole time he won't take off his hat and justin asked for it. he's like uh, not yet let me just speak from a male perspective here on on mm -hmm. hats and headwear it's uncomfortable for us to kiss and make out while wearing a hat because the brim will be hitting your head that's or whatever so true other and then it, it smushes into your forehead it's uncomfortable for everyone but also gino's head is very oval and tall and yeah, he wears true. the hot on head on top so i feel like the what do you call it the brim the brim is right above jasmine's head when they yeah, kiss that's a good point and he wears it he kind of points it to the yeah. sky so his head looks ginormous yeah, well, I hope on next episode we get to see that bald head. And I also hope he's going to take the pills prior so do you really he can get hope some he action. Does? you really hope that for him? Listen, his jeans are pretty loose. I feel like he can hide it. <laughs> okay. I don't see him having a big All right. penis. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Can we move on? Ooh, to Kimberly. Can we talk about Kimberly and Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy. Because Kim, she's traveled for 30 hours finally arrived in Zanzibar and a taxi driver comes to pick her up and she asks what I always want to ask but feel too awkward asking when a cab driver or an Uber driver gets you is, oh, you're a taxi driver? Are you a safe taxi driver? She asks. She wants to know. I loved it. Show me the credentials. Show me your car facts. I want to know what I'm getting into. 
And I always want to ask that. Not that it's going to change anything. Not that it's going to, no, I'm actually a terrible driver, but uh, get in. No, he's going to say he's good. But I like that she asked Mm -hmm. because she said she's traveling alone. She doesn't do much traveling, but she was in the military. That's something we learned about Kimberly. She was in the military. She says, so touch me if you want to. Kill you with my bare hands. Ooh, I can see that. It's a woman who can, yeah. But she is very, very sweet so far. Yes. Very sweet slash naive. Those are the scariest people. I know. Right? They're they're but hiding. I, yeah, but I can see her losing her shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Kim, she's in the car, she's talking to the taxi driver, telling him why she's there. She's there to meet a guy, her potential boyfriend. I don't understand why these people share so much information with strangers. It's like he's your taxi driver, not your therapist. He might as well be. She, yeah, she needs someone on her side. So she, she's talking to this taxi driver as a friend, I guess. And some taxi drivers want to talk to you and I hate it. I know. I never want to I never want to talk either. But then I always do when they start talking because I feel like if you don't, it's rude. Yeah. I always give one word answers and you hope it. Gets the point across that I don't want to talk. Or you just hope that there is someone else in the car who can keep the conversation going. That's true, too. What about a plane talker? I just had an experience. Did I tell you about the guy in the plane next to me? No, but I hate when people talk to me on the plane. Don't talk to me on the plane. I was traveling for work like two, three weeks ago, flying to Atlanta, 7 a.m. flight. I'm sitting in the window seat. Beautiful. Close my eyes a little bit. Try to get a little rest before the meeting. Kid comes and sits next to me. He's probably my age. And first of all, he was putting a yoga mat in the overhead compartment. <laughs> I'm like, really? You need to travel with your own yoga mat? <laughs> like, this is, this is suspicious already. He sits down next to me and I'm looking at my phone or whatever. And he turns to me and he's like, hey, I'm Andrew. What's your name? I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Not at 7 a.m., not at 7 p.m. We're oh not doing gosh. this. And I just go, John. Right. One word answer. Like, just let me telegraph to you that I, I'm not into this. He's like, oh, what are you traveling for? <laughs> no. <I> go work. <laughs> One word, bro. It's 7 a.m. Like, oh, what do you do for work? <laughs> tell him what I do. He's like, oh, uh, can you tell me your clients or is that confidential? And I'm just like confidential <laughs> <laughs> and my coworker is sitting in front of me the flight courtney shout out to courtney and she's just looking back and laughing and i'm like i, I can't believe this i don't want to talk now never never in the future and guys fun fact about john he doesn't want to talk to me when he wakes up no i can't He's talk not to a morning person i can't talk to someone before 10 a.m I, I hate talking to people on the planes too. The and worst. I've oh my gosh, I've had some crazy people sitting next to me and sometimes it's entertaining, but most of the time I just want to read my book or listen to the music or watch a movie. Don't talk to me. I don't even talk to John on the plane. I don't want to talk to anyone. And I feel bad because maybe in this case, or I know in a lot of cases, people are nervous to fly and maybe talking to someone helps them, calms them down. But I'm, I can't be your emotional support animal, Andrew. I'm not here for that. I'm here to get to the meeting and do my job, but it's a lot. So anyways, we digress. (laughs) Kim and the taxi driver, they're having a a wonderful chat. They get to the hotel. Looks very nice. Very nice. And 
Kimberly went all in booking the honeymoon suite. <laughs> she booked that fancy honeymoon suite. Without of course, even being an official girlfriend. Potential. potential. It's a potential honeymoon suite. And she thinks hopefully sooner or later Usman will find his way to that hotel room and they can share <gasps> it. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> That should be Usman's next song. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I was going to ask, why do you feel bad for her? But I mean, I'm sure there's a whole host of reasons. I feel bad for her for being so naive. But like naive in a nice way. At least VGL was a biatch. Yeah. I don't feel that bad for her because she had to have seen the previous season. She knows Soldier Boy's motive. She knows what she's getting into. Well, I feel bad for her is because her naivety is... It's crazy. She's, she, it's not even, oh, I'm going to meet my boyfriend. We're going to get engaged. She's like, I'm going to meet my potential boyfriend. <sighs> We're not even sharing a room, but I'm hoping. Like, she's hoping. Yep. That's why it's so sad. Traveling 30 hours for the potential yeah. to become someone's girlfriend. At least BGL, they were official or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now he's got so many more options that he's on television. You got to be a potential. A lot of potential out there. Yeah. He's trying to get to America so bad. So cut to the next day. Kim wearing another Soldier Boy t-shirt. Classic. Buying all his merch. She's fired up because it's time for her to go pick him up at the airport. She's bringing flowers. Kim back in the cab, <laughs> talking it up with this cab driver, asking, like, how would you feel if... A lady brought you flowers. Would would that be strange? And the cab driver is like, yes. But I think the cab driver can only say yes. I think that's his only answer because she's like, would it be strange if, if a female brought you flowers? Yes. And then are we at the airport now? Yes. It's like, <laughs> is Soldier Boy more talented than Michael Jackson? Yes. <laughs> I think that's all I can say. So I do I do find it. It's a nice gesture, but I don't know that I would want you to give me flowers. I don't even want you to give me flowers since right, you we're talking you, about it. You like cactus. I like cactus because cactus lost. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I used to do gymnastics when I was a child. I think I probably told that story how Dawson's Creek used to be my instructor. <laughs> so I would do recitals and all the girls would give flowers. I don't think I ever got anything after my gymnastics recital. You poor baby. I know. What would you give a guy? What's the equivalent? I mean, if you're doing gymnastics, I would probably give you flowers. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like flowers. But, uh, okay. So, cut to Soldier Boy and his team. They're arriving at the airport. Badmiss is there. Slam T is there. But Soldier Boy takes the lead. He walks out of the terminal first. He wants to meet Kimberly one-on-one. Kimberly! She can't believe it. I mean, when he walks out, you'd think she just saw Michael Jackson in the flesh. The way she reacts. Yeah. And Soldier Boy, you can. Kimberly! No one calls her Kimberly but him. I love how he says it, though. Uh, me too. I love me it. Me too. Kimberly. Kimberly. I love it. Just, uh, it's such a round mouth sound. Well, his whole accent isn't bad. I kind of like it. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, we love accents on this podcast. Love accents. Some are hard to understand, which is difficult when you're taking notes. But I just want to, I just want to uh, di- digress a little bit. Sure. Last night we went to a, a great bourbon bar, right? Talking to a great bartender. Yeah, she was amazing. And then she was asking, "Oh, where are you guys from?" And obviously, I have an accent, so you know she was joking, right? 
I, I like to think that he was because she thought I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> Shout out to ju- Wisconsin. I think she was joking. <laughs> I think a Czech she accent. Wasn't. I think a Czech accent is better than a Wisconsin accent. Well, still, the fact that she potentially thought I sound American, okay. even though from Wisconsin, I've never been to Wisconsin, so I don't know. But hey, I'll take Wisconsin. You love cheese. I do love cheese. So. I. Possible. The provolone I love from Costco is from Wisconsin. Oh, yeah? I think so. There you go. Okay. So they meet. It's unbelievable. This meeting was like every teenage girl meeting Justin Bieber in the Never Say Never documentary. And <laughs> folks, don't let the poor ratings fool you. That is a fantastic documentary. Oh, we love the beeps. I showed it to Theresa. She's like, I don't want to watch this. Ten minutes in, she's like, is Justin Bieber the most talented artist of our generation? He's very talented. Like, potentially. So the soldier boy tells the camera some good news. Kim is way better looking than he expected. So some people are better looking in person and some people are better looking over cameras mm. and photos. I, I know that. I think I'm better looking in person. I think I am too. I'm not very photogenic, at least not in freeze frame. Maybe I'm, I am what I am on video, but when there's a photo of me, I feel I less think than. I feel like Gino with his hat off <laughs> in photos. You look good in photos, but you don't like me. We don't like posing. So when John and I pose, we either yeah. look like we're going to murder someone or we do these creepy smiles that look right. like we're going to murder someone. I'm getting better, though. I'm getting better. I'm finding my smile. I used to have a fine smile. In high school, I could smile. Then all of a sudden, college, it went away. I don't know. We're talking too much about ourselves. Oh, let's, we're let's, just sharing. Sharing. Sharing is caring. So Slam T comes out and he's like, hi, super fan. And this Ooh. sets Kim off. Don't call me that. I'm a fan. I'm a regular fan. <laughs> this was the first time potential we said, super, saw her snapping. Potential super fan. Well, don't wear a Soldier Boy t-shirt if you're not a super fan. Plus, I'm sure you was kind of joking too. Nah, probably not. But at the same time, she came to Zanzibar yeah. from America to but shoot a video No, she came him. for love. Well, yeah, but the, the, he wasn't promising her that. So no. she did come as a super fan. Potential love, definite video video set but then bad mouse bad mouse isn't that a dj dead mouse bad miss comes <laughs> out you just <laughs> i call them bad mouse bad mouse i think it's slam t and bad miss oh but okay. dead mouse yeah is a dj anyway it's all the music biz guys <laughs> it's very confusing so bad miss comes out he thinks kim is nice and okay but says it'll take time to get to really know her before he can make any As decisions. everyone. But sure. Kim is like a freaking teenager. She's like, <laughs> I don't look 50. Do I look 50? It's like, <laughs> yes, you do look 50, girlfriend. Yeah. Even with the Sturgeon Boy shirt. Yeah. So they get to the hotel. It is fit for a king, fit for royalty. And they're all helping Soldier unpack into his room. But Kim wants him to go to her room because she's got a gift for him. She's got a couple gifts for Soldier Boy. So before we move on to the gifts, I just saw a little note that I wrote and I didn't say it before. But you know how Usman said, oh, Kim looks much better in, in person, right? Yeah. It's because anyone looks better than BGL. So after oh, yeah. he, him experiencing BGL, anyone will look better yeah, than he's like, her. He's like, wait, not all Americans smell like marble or reds? I like it. I, I like it already. <laughs> she smells delightful. <laughs> so yeah, they they get to the hotel. She sneaks away to her room. She wants to set up Soldier Boy's surprise, and he shows up at her room. Kim has thrown flower petals all over the place. The towel swan. She's doing all the things that guys do for women. 
I almost feel like they she didn't do it. She didn't do the towel swan. Uh, that's probably true. Yeah. How she, would you do? I, I have no idea how to make a towel. Probably swan. comes standard with the honeymoon yeah. suite. If I did, we would have towel swans all over our apartment. I'm all for that. I don't need the petals. That seems like a nightmare yeah, to clean hate, up. Yeah. But the towel animals, for sure. For sure. It's funny. When when we went on our honeymoon, I was hoping for some towel swans, but we didn't oh. get anything. We got a champagne we and, got champagne and, and strawberries, strawberries and chocolate. And chocolate yeah. yeah, But no swans. Is it <laughs> swan or swan? Swan. Oh, no swans. Swan. Yeah. Swanson's TV dinner. Shout out to Gino. Okay. <laughs> so... Where are we? Soldier Boy sees everything that's set up. He's not totally vibing it because a little too much. A little, a little too much. They're not even they're not even boyfriend girlfriend yet. But the surprises don't end there. Okay, it's time for the real gift giving to begin. Kim got Soldier Boy a MacBook Pro. What the f? A MacBook Pro, so Soldier Boy can scam so many more women now that he's got a working computer. And he's a Kimberly. Oh my gosh, she's like, you told me that you're broke, which yeah. basically was probably a lie because he didn't <laughs> want to talk to her. Kim- Kimberly, you mean I don't have to go to the internet cafe to scam now? I can scam right from the comfort of my home. And just to make it clear, MacBook Pros are like seventeen, eighteen hundred, right? They are expensive. Yeah, fifteen and up depends how big. <laughs> but that's a nice gift. That's a freaking that's a nice, nice gift. That's a nice for gift. someone who's not even your boyfriend. Yeah, potential. It's a very nice gift for a potential. Like she should have brought him some Calvin Klein Andes. I feel like that would do it. But Teresa, wait, because there's more. I know. I, I could not believe more, it. There's more. Okay, a PS Five, a PlayStation Five. Come on. Shout out to our newest meme created by our very own John. Oh, yeah. Forget the PS5. Kim is the one who's getting played. Oh, yeah. But the, the funny thing is, or not the funny thing, the sad thing, because she's clearly trying to buy his love and affection. When does Kim think Soldier Boy is going to have time for her after giving him a computer and a PS5? <laughs> it's like he's going to be busy playing his games. Unless he's like you, that he will never play any games on it. Maybe he'll just watch movies. I bought the Xbox during quarantine and I played it and I had a good time and I play it once in a while. Also, I'm happy you got it. I have my Harry Potter collection I play on it. I have my Jurassic Park collection I play on it. It's like $100 for a gaming system slash DVD. Yeah, I love it. I'm all for it. So how dare you? Oh, Also, I'm glad you bought it. How dare you? (laughs) Okay. Soldier Boy just says, I appreciate the gifts, but I'm going back to my room. What's the gifts? And like, in fact, he's like walking away with the gifts. Bad mouth, slam tea, fire up the TV. We're gaming all night. <laughs> I was laughing. I felt so bad for Kim once again. Feeling bad for her. She, that's that was $2, like. That's $2,000 easy right there. I don't know how much is PS5. Is 500 PS5? bucks. Yeah. 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 At least $2,000 worth of gifts. Plus the hotel, plus the flight. And she, he just walks away. <sighs> like, at least play a game with her, G. He's not there for her. Definitely not. Not there for her. Very sad. Very sad. Okay. Shall we move on to another sad, sad couple? This is Yeah, and this this one, I was expecting more, (sighs) but I hope we'll get there. But yeah, sadness the segment. Let me just say, I I don't like Caleb at all. No. I thought maybe, okay, here's a fun guy, cool guy, maybe. No, don't like him at all. At least from what I've seen so far. Yeah. It's, uh, he's not delivering. He's not delivering. But. I mean, he is delivering, but okay. he he's delivering the the drama. But I almost, you know, I want 
I, I wanted don't... Alina to have a happy ending, and yeah. maybe she will. Hell, it's still early, too very. early. We're on what episode, episode three? three? Yeah, very. So early. it's hard to judge, but so far, sadness the segment. So Alina is waiting for Caleb at the airport. We're picking up where we left off. She's alone. She want she wanted Elijah to to leave her alone so they could have that one on one moment, and so she's sitting there. And out walks Caleb. And he spots her. And he's like, Alina. And then just the slowest, most casual stroll over to her. Usually people run. There's dropped bags. There's running. Asuelu whips out a dance. There's some excitement. He's just like, Alina. And then... Just walks over there. I really think that his expectations of her were very different. He probably thought, and I hate to say this, but have you ever watched Game of Thrones? You haven't. But the guy is in, he's in the elf movie. He's an actor. He's he's small. Sure. I don't know if he's a little person. Sure. But he has no disabilities. He walks, he he runs, he does. Well, that's the difference. Yes. And that's almost what I think Caleb, Caleb thought that Alina has all that she's she's just smaller right but he I don't think he realized that she's a little person with all these disabilities that he didn't really think of right well he even said on video chat you see each other from the shoulders up yeah. or whatever so he knew in his mind she was a little person but yeah I don't think she showed off all of the challenges that she faces yeah. and again I really thought that he's gonna think that okay she's a little person she's just small yeah. but she can function like regular people, and that's not the truth. No, I mean she is very independent, 100%. but there is there are still some yes. challenges, of course. Yes. So he finally gets to her. It was twenty minute walk <laughs> over there, and he's like, "Hi, I'm gonna hug you. So good to see you. Like zero chemistry, so flatline. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed it. At first, he goes in for a handshake, and then he pulls. I this, did not. He's like. He reaches forward and pulls his hand back and he goes, I'm going to hug you. He was going to go for a handshake. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see that. going to go for a handshake, this guy. I want to shake him. You give her a hug. You guys have known each other for however many years. Don't even ask to you give her a hug. Just give her a hug. Go for a hug, right? He doesn't at first, but finally goes down, gives her a hug. And he gets on his knee and he goes, we'll talk eye to eye. And I don't know how I felt about that. I, I think it came from a good place um but i i don't know how she felt i think she was fine with that but what i didn't like it was that kayla basically said oh it's great to see you in person but you were smaller than i thought mm-hmm. uh, you can think that but don't say it or it, maybe you can say it as a joke once you guys get to know each other a little more but don't, s- ju- don't don't make it a second sentence it say comes it, out of you say it in the midst of of love and excitement yeah. you're so flatlining they take their masks off and Caleb's like you look great you're beautiful but there's no emotion there and so then to add that on top of it yeah it just seems like uh, do you care about me at all do you actually find me beautiful do you are you interested in me there's just nothing to uh, provide a sense of assurance that oh yeah like we are a couple Mm-hmm. We are, there is a romantic. Yeah. And let's not forget that they are in a relationship. They said it. They said they've been talking and in a relationship. I know. I know. So Alina asks Caleb if it's weird 
for him, her being a little person. And he just goes, it's different, which is, that's an honest yeah. answer, right? That's an honest, it'd be a lie to say it's, maybe it's weird isn't the right word, but it'd be a lie for him to say like, oh no, this is perfectly normal because yeah. he's never experienced it before. So they leave the airport, Caleb trying to juggle his luggage, the wheelchair, mm -hmm. bags are falling and they get to the car and Alina shows Caleb how to fold her wheelchair. And this is when Caleb says, you know, when we talked online, it was always the waist up. So it's really jarring to see her in comparison to my own size. And that word I took issue with. It's jarring to see. The different, it's different, I get, but it's jarring. It's I don't I don't think I've ever heard that term. I obviously understand what it means. Yeah. But I don't I've never heard anyone using it. Oh, I mean It's jarring. Yeah. It's shocking. It's it's is it, startling. Is it more than shocking or startling? It's is a little it, more than shocking. Is it more like, is, it's, it's okay, more than that's, shocking. That's, that's a little aggressive. It's a little aggressive. It's a little over the top. Oh, it's jarring. But he says it and he says, I think I just need some time to adjust to being with a little person and then the chemistry will fly right back. So he right there is admitting yeah. we've kind of lost some of that chemistry. Yeah, because again, he, and that's the same similar thing to... When some of these Americans fly to a different country, like Nicole flying to Morocco, knowing nothing about Morocco or Moroccan culture, mm -hmm. right? It's him not educating himself enough about what's, what he's going to experience, right? Alina was telling him about, hey, I sometimes might not reach the light switch. I need a wheelchair. Like yeah. She was telling him, yep. right? He saw her photos. Like the fact that he, for some reason, he didn't process that before coming to see her and he was shocked, that's that's wrong. That's a really good point. Yeah. People, do your research. Yeah. Whether it's about another person, another place, do your research. Know what you're getting yourself involved. 100%. So they get in the cab and Alina, she's trying. She's like, oh, I'm glad you're here. And Caleb's response is, yeah, it's a little cold for me. This dude's not even trying. Dude's not even trying to... Make things seem okay. Mm -hmm. Make things seem like, oh yeah, we're we're more than friends. And Alina's disappointed that there was there was no kiss, not even a friendly kiss, yeah. not even a cheek kiss. Let me say this: we were talking about Gino and him, in my eyes, not being a vain person. Yesterday or last night, I forget when I saw it. Caleb had posted an Instagram story, and it was an article from Screen Rant. And there was his photo there with the article, whatever the article was. And he wrote on it, can we use a better headshot, people? Hit me up, bloggers. I'll send you one. It's like what? That, that's how vain he is, is that he's finding these articles where people are using less than ideal headshots. Of oh, him. my God. And he's saying, oh, can we I'll send you a better headshot. It's like, dude, you're so vain. That's why I'm like, you're kind of shitty. Seems like you just want to be on television. Mm -hmm. Seems like you want fame. But I almost feel like he if he just wanted to be on TV, he didn't approach it, right? Because of course people will give him an extra shit yeah. for, you know, being mean to someone who doesn't deserve it. Not that anyone deserves uh, other people being mean to them, right? But if she was a regular person and the chemistry wasn't there and the, I got to get it, you cannot just be attracted to everyone, right? But this is a little different. This is a little different 
And of course, she's going to get a great amount of shit for this, more right. than if she was a regular person. Right. And I want to remind myself, I always try to remind myself, there is editing. And so True. we know a lot of people don't love Andrew. We did our interview with him. You can go back and listen to that. But we learned some things and it kind of changed our opinion of him yeah. a little bit. I don't know that Caleb's getting a bad edit, but he's getting a bad edit, whether it's his fault or not. Like he doesn't look good. Yeah. And and maybe it's all on him and maybe it's not. But I try to remind myself that That's very these true. are people, they're getting edited to look a certain way. And we'll as see. I always say, guys, we only judge what we see on TV, right? Of course. If these people are either shitty or amazing in real life, but they're being shitty on TV, we got to talk yep. about what we see on TV because we don't know them in person. Maybe we'll meet them one day. We'll change our minds, right? But right now, all we judge is what we see. So that's very true. Yeah. Do the same, guys. Do the same. So they get to the hotel. Alina struggling to get out of the van. And she goes, do I have to do this myself? And under Caleb's breath, he goes, I just helped you. He said it? Yeah. No way. I think, I think he was talking about, you know, carrying the wheelchair or yeah, helping he her in. Her, yeah, he, he yeah. picked and her then, up and put her in the and cab. Said, do I have to do this myself? And he goes, I, I just helped you. So he's 20 minutes in, he's already over it. Oh, my gosh. He goes, what can you carry? And she's like, my purse. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, oh, my gosh. It's ah. so cringy. So he tells the cameras, it's hitting him in the face that he's taking care of everything. And forget gender stereotypes. Forget, oh, the men should hold the door. The men should do this. The men should pay the bill. Forget all that. It's like, here's someone who needs assistance. Mm -hmm. So why she has Elijah here. You know this. Imagine like, now I'm very happy that Elijah's there. Oh, and, yeah. And, I was happy about it before, but now even more so. And Caleb should be happy too. Oh, he, and he is, and he says it later. Oh, he does? And I think it's because he's like, whew, now I don't have to do everything. There's Ooh. someone else here who can help out around the house a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good look, Caleb. Not a good look. So they, they go inside. Caleb's overwhelmed already. He sees the stairs, right? Because he didn't book the hotel. He's the like, there is no, there is no elevator. Like, dude, <laughs> you booked the hotel. And he says, I never think about things like that. Right. Which most of us don't. I That's don't think. very true. And he goes, I should just carry you up the stairs, which he does. And which Alina actually well, likes. She loves because it. Because it's, it's the only time he's being intimate with her. It's the mm -hmm. only time there's any physical contact is when he's carrying her into a car, carrying her up the stairs. So they go to the room. Alina shows him around, shows Caleb all the issues she's having with the room. And that's when he <laughs> says, yeah, I'm actually glad Elijah is here to help. But uh, he slept in this bed. Like, what, is he going to cuddle with us? He's going to come in the middle of the night and cuddle with us? What's going on here? And they sit down on the bed to talk. And you can tell Alina, she's trying to fire up that Wi-Fi a little bit. She's trying to get a connection going. <laughs> but Caleb's just like, I'm exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted. So he gets up, goes to the bathroom. He's ready for bed. Mm -hmm. And that's where it ends. It's not a good start. It's a rocky start for these two. It is a very rocky start. I honestly didn't expect this. I expected him to be a little more affectionate. At least in the beginning. Yeah. You can, I get it. You can, after some time, be like, wow, this is a lot. I didn't realize how much work this was going to be. I didn't realize how much she needed mm -hmm. me. But 10 minutes in, you're like, man, I already helped you. Like, you're over it. 
Very true. Very Caleb. true. Caleb. All right. I mean, you, you still have time to turn this around. You still have time. Yeah. I'm hoping more to come, obviously. We, yeah. It's only episode three. Yeah. But I'm here for this. I'm really here for this, and I'm rooting for Alina. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I almost I almost hope that if it's not going to work out for them, right, I almost want her to be the one say, to say, uh, I don't want to be with you. It's not working out. Like, this is just BS. Oh, for Goodbye. sure. I really, if, if it becomes this, right, if it comes to, okay, we're not working out, I really want her to be the one who's just, uh, just go back to America, dude. You're not good enough for me. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. All right. Teresa keeps pointing to a bottle of whiskey that we have in the corner of the room. So I think, <laughs> think she wants a drink. So we're going to take a quick pause and we'll be back in a second. All right. Let's keep this hot mess express rolling right into what is very quickly going to turn into sadness. The segment. I'm pretty sure. Give it, give it an episode. Maybe two, but this is going to get very sad very oh, quick. Oh, for sure. And I could not believe this. Well, we're, this talking, couple. we're talking about Mike and Jimena, if you guys. And we already got to know Mike last time oh, on we the know last Mike. episode. We love but Mike. <laughs> we do love Mike, but we didn't get to know Jimena until now. And I'll tell you, it blew my mind. This blew my mind. Buckle up, <laughs> folks. Here we go. First of all, shout out to Mike's solar panels because we love, we love caring for the environment over here. Not that we would ever, ever put solar panels on our house, but Mike's roof was covered in them. So shout out, shout out the solar panels. <laughs> so he's at home packing his things, some shorts, some crayons, some coloring books, and of course the ring. And I love that. Let's just take a second here and dissect this because so many people on these shows pack a lot of sexual things, dildos, vibrators, jellies, Couples, lotions, right? <laughs> Mike's packing crayons and coloring books because there's kids involved, mm -hmm. right? And he's thinking about the kids. Yes. And you, want, you love that. You love that, okay? But, of course, the ring, too, because he's hoping if all goes well, he'll be proposing by the end of the trip. Mike, don't propose. Do not propose. Yeah, Mike, please, please do not. Don't propose. Okay. <laughs> so Mike goes down to see his dad and his grandfather, Larry and Hyman. Who I'm still waiting for their spinoff. Oh, yeah. No, okay. Their spinoff, 90 Days Left to Live, would probably be <laughs> the spinoff of that show. And they give Mike some advice. Uh, don't go far. It's not New York. Okay? It's, it's, it's Columbia. And we know what happens there. It's risky. It's risky. So, <laughs> so then his dad asks, well... If things go well, what's the plan? And Mike says it's his plan to get the K-1 going so they can marry and bring her kids to the States. At least he's in on the plan. At least he knows. Like, mm -hmm. she wants her kids to come to the States for a better yeah, life. Yeah, and I'm sure, I think Mike is like a little kid too, in a way. Oh, for so sure. He's a, he's a Lego yeah. guy. Yeah. So I'm sure he's kind of happy about the kids. Like, yeah, yeah. Some friends. Yeah, some friends. <laughs> some friends. So... Mike's car comes. He gets sent to head to the airport. He gets there and reality is setting in. It's time to go from the phone to the flesh. And he hopes Jimena is everything he thinks she is when they finally meet in person. So we cut to Mike arriving in Colombia. He's at the airport. The last time he spoke to Jimena was the night before. The plan was for her to meet him at the airport. By a baggage claim. There's no sign of her. 
To be fair, there's no sign of anybody in that yeah. airport. That very, airport was a ghost. <laughs> so <laughs> she was not there. You would clearly see if she was there. Nobody was there. So we're like, oh boy, is he getting stood up? Which we know he's not. We saw yeah. coming attractions of her getting upset that he farts so much or whatever. But, <laughs> but we build some suspense and we cut to 24 hours earlier where we meet Jimena. 24, Colombia. Yes. And she says, unlike everyone else on this show, I'm saying that, but she says the most important thing in the world are her kids. Juan David and Harold Steven, two of my favorite names, four of my favorite names that have ever been on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Wait, I didn't, I didn't write it down. Say it again. Juan David is Juan. one. That's Juan David. Like Juan? Number one. Is Juan? Juan, J-U-A-N, Juan David. Okay. That's one name. Juan David. Harold Stephen. <laughs> These are power <laughs> names, folks. These are power names. Juan David and Harold Stephen, nine and three years old. Listen, I'm here for Harold Stephen. Okay. So here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> and this is a judgment-free zone. We are basically recording in a Planet Fitness. But this is where it gets interesting. Juan David's dad was a one-night stand. Okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing shocking about that happens all the time. Maybe that's why his name is Juan David. One night stand. <laughs> Harold Stephen, okay? <laughs> this, his, this killed me. His dad's in jail. Now, when you first hear the story, you go, sure, I get it. You banged, you had a kid, he got into some trouble, and he ended up in jail. Now mm -hmm. dad's in jail. Wrong, okay? She met this guy on Facebook. They spoke for a few months. He asked her to come visit him in jail. So they... They met when he was already in jail. She thinks this is a good idea, even though she's got a kid. She goes to the jail, lifts her legs, her words not mind, and she gets pregnant. On the second visit. On the second visit. This is another TLC show. This is not 90 Day Fiance. I'm pretty sure this is another TLC show. And I want to, I'm sorry, Mike, I want to see this story. Lo live after lockup? Although, uh, like apparently he's going to be locked up for a while. It's like love during lockup. So there's gotta be some, oh, okay. some show about oh, if there is no there should be one but this is wild i mean amira was trying to bang a guy in jail speaking of amira yeah there was that whole thing <laughs> she's trying to get on that show right so whew, a lot that's a lot so we learned some more jimena is a manicurist but obviously because of covid she wants to be i thought she was because of covid she can't i thought she said she loves nails so she's trying to practice okay so she either is. or either or we get a tour of Jimena's apartment, or should I say Mike's apartment? <laughs> I think we should call it Mike's apartment. It sure is. Because we start seeing everything in her apartment and everything thanks to Mike. The couch, the dining room, the fridge, the stove, the blender. The washing machine. The washing machine, the MacBook Pro, the Xbox, the PlayStation 5. No, that's, that's Soldier Boy. But <laughs> this is red flag alert we, here. I, I think we did not know how much, I mean, he mentioned that he bought her a few things, but we didn't know that he furnished her apartment. The entire place. Yeah. I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Things like this are more expensive outside the U.S. I would than imagine. in the U.S. because it's all exported, imported. Right? I don't know. Uh, uh, yes. It's not cheap. Listen, there are TVs in the U.S. that are huge and pretty cheap for oh, what yeah. it is. I asked my parents, TVs are very expensive in check. Hmm. No, I mean, that makes sense to me. Either way, this guy is spending a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Okay. And here's the red flag. Jimena says, 
Mike isn't the type of guy I'm usually attracted to. I'm into bigger men, tattooed men, drug dealers, right? But <laughs> she's attracted to his wallet. Oh, for sure. And to me, you're just coming out and admitting like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm using him because I'm not attracted to him. Mm-hmm. He's not the type of guy I'm attracted to. But I'm, now. Listen, she probably could have found a different American man who she would be attracted to. Let's say even Mike a.k.a. Mike and Natalie. Because they're a huge dude. That's true. And she would, he would probably be, she would probably be attracted to yeah. him, right? Or Bojangles, tattooed and a drug dealer. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't understand why she's using Mike, but I guess maybe he's just... Did you see the apartment? I, I was going to say. Did you see it? Come on. It feels sad. There's not many guys, at least I'm going to speak from my perspective, there's not many guys who would deal with the fact that... She's got a baby daddy who's in prison mm-hmm. who she got pregnant when he was in prison. Yeah, that was a great, a I- that was a great idea, by the way. It's a lot to deal with, okay? A lot to deal That's with. That's very true. So then we meet Yamir, Amena's dad, and Adriana, her stepmother, who somebody get the facts. How old is Adriana? I am going to say like about 15. 15 to 16. <laughs> at the old, this, she's definitely younger than Jimena looking. Jimena's 24, but yeah, she is younger. Right? Looking, younger looking. And if she's older, good for her. Good for her. So Jimena's telling them about Mike and they're like, you don't speak English. So how's that going to work? And Jimena says, it'll be hard, but Mike is everything to me. And I want my kids to have a better life in the U.S. Hello, red flags. Uh, at least she's honest. At least she's honest. But again, this is 90 Day Fiance. This is about love. This is about it love. It should be about love. Not yeah. about providing a better life. And listen, I'm sure it's love for Mike. It's love for her kids. But Jimena, however, she sees uh, the money. She sees the money. It's about the money. That's all she wants. So Yamir is like, I'm worried Mike is is not what he says. And if he ends up hurting Jimena or my grandkids, it's not going to be good. So I have to give the blessing to him to take her. And I'm like, Yamir, Mike is the one you're worried about? Mike's the one <laughs> who might not be what he says? How about your daughter using Mike? You're not. But again, she says it. I guess. She that's doesn't true. say, Mike, I love him so much. I, I told him, don't buy me all this stuff. But <laughs> it appeared in my apartment. That's and she's true. like, oh, this is what Mike bought me. And now I want my kids. So, so at least she's honest. But I feel bad that she's using someone like Mike, someone who financially supporting two other people in the U.S. Yeah, that's right. right. Don't now that. he's supporting her. She's and her basically, kids. yeah, using him. <sighs> yeah, it's 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 sad. He's supporting six people: himself, Larry, Hyman, Jimena, and then Harold oh, Stephen. I forget Harold <laughs> Stephen Juan David. So good. It's so I want if we ever have children, I want Jimena to name our kids because I could never come up with Harold Stephen or Juan David. It's better than our plans. Yeah. Our plants are just Steven. And and then we have a a statue of a dog that we call Howard. That's very true. So, yeah, that's better. (laughs) So this ends with just Jimena saying she's nervous because there are things about her past she hasn't told Mike. Maybe he doesn't know about her second jail visit. About the conjugal kid? Yeah. if (laughs) If there are more surprises than this, I mean, sign me up. But listen, she said, oh, she thought it's gonna work that her... 
Oh, what's his name? Harold Steven <laughs> has a great relationship with his dad. They talk online all the time. Oh boy! But apparently he's not gonna be let out anytime soon. So she's looking for something else. Yeah, he how ridiculous! He definitely murdered someone, right? Because he said he was he was defending his honor or his uncle or something. He was at, at a bar fight. You don't go away for that long, I don't think, just for a little. Fight. I don't. I don't know. Must have gone bad. But we're here for it, not for the violence, but. For the stories. I hope that Mike's not going to get her pregnant. So That's a very good point. Because then they're bonded for That's life. The one thing Mike did not pack were Magnum condoms like Caleb. And maybe he should have. Maybe he should have. But we'll see. We'll it's his see. life. We'll see. We'll it's see. his life to ruin. Okay. All right. Let's talk about a new couple. Oh, my God. New couple. We meet Ella, 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 A. Under my umbrella. Ella, <laughs> Ella. No? Okay. 29. Idaho Falls, Idaho. Idaho Falls, Idaho. Not to sound redundant, but she's super into everything Asian culture. And we can see that. I've never seen anyone take a sword to a Taibo dummy quite like that. Usually you use your hands, but she went full sword. First time for everything. And I'm here for it. She's into cosplay and martial art and all that kind of stuff. Fantasy and... She attributes this to her wanting to escape reality. And, and he gets sad. Here's, yeah, here's, here's sadness, the segment. She's always been overweight. And so the kids in school would make her feel unwanted. They'd make fun of her. She never dated in high school and always been in and out of bad relationships. She was in them because they gave her attention, but it wasn't healthy. And that's sad. And it happens more than we probably care to admit. You find someone who shows you some attention, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise, and you go, I like the attention. I never get attention. Here's someone showing me attention, and you stick with it, but you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes no attention is better than the bad attention. That's very true. So she stopped looking for love in Idaho, and she started looking for it elsewhere. And of course, because her dream guy has to be Asian, as she says, the more samurai, the better. (laughs) And I hate to pop your racist <laughs> bubble, Ella, but samurai is, that's Japanese, not Chinese. Mm, someone we, did the research. As we learned, Johnny is. But uh, yeah, the more Asian, the better. Well, she said she's into the Asian culture. So including Japanese, including Chinese, including Korean. But she says Korean. the more samurai, the better. Well, Samurai's, maybe she was going for Japanese, but right. hey, she got, she got a Chinese prince. Right. Right. So she found a social media page because there's a social media page for everything. Literally. Uh, there, yeah. This is also in my porn search history, Asian man, white woman. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's where she found her Asian prince, Johnny. Okay. Johnny from China, 34, amazing smile, perfect eyes. I'm also pretty sure his real name is not Johnny. That's yeah, probably the Americanized. Yeah, version. because I when I went to college, I had a lot of Asian classmates that I was friends with, and they all had American names. But they told me that the reason why is because no one could ever pronounce right. their real name, so they went by Mia. Meanwhile, it was something wild. Well, you either choose an American name for yourself, or it's going to get Americanized by us Americans, because even True. you people call you Teresa yeah. all the time. But Johnny, which we learn, he's super into Western culture so maybe he gave himself johnny it's like the opposite she's into asians he's into western which doesn't make sense because she wants an asian guy 
but you're going to get an Asian guy who wants to be a Western guy. But I guess they both get something out of it. She gets all the Asians from right. him and he gets all the Western stuff from her. Well, they both love anime. That they share in common. So they officially became boyfriend and girlfriend six months ago. But they've been talking for one and a half years. Talk every day. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk every day, but six months of a relationship. Yes. Okay. It was a potential girlfriend for the for the first potential, year. But at, yeah. at least they made it. Someone made it, Kimberly. So, so Ella says she would definitely go to China to meet Johnny, but obviously because of COVID, she can't. So Johnny's applying for a visa to come to Idaho. And a fun fact, I don't know if it's fun, but... I don't think it's as fun. They just allowed visitors into the U.S. in November, November 7th of 2021. They opened the gates for vaccinated tourists. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's still bans on certain countries. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think Johnny's getting a visa. To yeah, go to I don't think so either. Because Not if this was filmed a year ago or no. however long. Yeah. So either it had to be before COVID, but I doubt it. It was just said COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, but what I'm saying, either it had to be before COVID or after this November, because there was a ban on travelers. This could be one of those situations where they're going to film and release in real time. And maybe that's why they started her story Ooh. three episodes in, because maybe they're filming it right now. Interesting. Interesting. We'll see. So we cut to Ella. She's riding horses. She grew up on a ranch. It's been in her family for generations. Idaho. Udaho. What? <laughs> you said Idaho. I thought Jasmine was the hoe. Oh my gosh. I, I get it. I get okay. it. So her dream is to get married on that ranch and one day take that ranch over with Johnny. So Ella meets up with Debbie, her mom. They're meeting up at the ranch. They sit down. They want to talk about Johnny, who's supposed to come in a month and a half. And I say this in the best way possible. Debbie kind of looks like John Mellencamp. I don't know who that is. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. No. no. Little ditty about Ella and Johnny. <laughs> yeah, she looks like a like a like a prettier John Mellencamp. But Is he a singer? Yeah, he's a singer. Oh, okay. That's why I just sang a song. I that's how I how I got it. Yeah. So they they start they start talking and they're talking about the relationship. And even though Johnny's never ridden a horse, we learn he's very supportive of Ella's lifestyle. And he wants to cook for her. And he wants to help her on her weight loss journey. And, and mom said, it's freaking Asian. It's healthy. <laughs> Have you ever eaten Asian food? And don't get me wrong. I love Asian food. I'm a it's sucker for Asian my, yeah, it's food. It's one of my top cuisines. Oh, mine too. But most of the stuff I love about Asian food yeah. are not healthy. I don't, yeah, general sales, I don't think yeah. it's... I do cook Asian food at home, but I modify it and I make it healthy-ish. Ish. So it's still not health, fully healthy, but it's healthy. I, I use a lot of veggies. I don't use all the crazy oils, right? But if you get a badass, awesome, real Chinese food yeah. from a real Chinese White restaurant. Rice. Yeah. It's delicious. I love it, but it's not healthy. Yeah. I, I'm sure some is. I'm sure there are some healthy options. But I, I, and maybe we're thinking about the Americanized I got Chinese you. You might be right. You might be right. Because I, I don't think when you go to Panda Express, that's freaking authentic. Lo- freaking love Panda that's what, Express. That's what Gino thinks authentic Asian food is, is <laughs> the drive through at Panda Express. But uh, yeah, there's ways to, to make anything healthy. And I know we have some of our friends that listen and they love our recipes. We have a killer. We call it the Asian chicken dish. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know if you want that recipe. It's so good. It's really so good. The quinoa and brown rice. It's sesame oil, soy sauce, 
veggies. Uh, look at you. You carrots, never made broccoli. it, but you, you somehow know. I eat it. I know what's in it. <laughs> so, okay. Debbie is skeptical of this relationship. She's not sure if Johnny is in this for the right reasons, right? We know other men have taken advantage of Ella. She thinks maybe Johnny's doing the same thing. But Ella believes Johnny truly wants to come to the States for her. She feels it in her bones, right? This is the one. So new day. Ella and her roommate, Sonia, they're heading to get some food. And they get to a restaurant and they meet up with another friend of theirs, Corby. Corby. Who we learn is married to an Asian man herself. And she's not even into Asian culture. This, is, this is so bad. Like, <laughs> Say what you want about Caleb fetishizing little people. Ella's fetishizing Asian people. She is into Asians. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? Like, Corby, you don't even like anime. You don't even like Asians. That's my thing. She goes, that's my uh-huh. thing. She's like, and you get a Thai man? Get out of here. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, th- this this whole thing was a little cringe to me, but we we learn more. We learn Johnny has a son, Stoney. These names are fantastic, <laughs> people. Juan David. Harold, Stephen, Corby, <laughs> Stoney. This is unbelievable. Okay. I love Stoney. I would probably name our kid Stoney before we had a kid. I'm so tired. We got really high. Uh, and I would be like, our kid is going to be Stoney. <laughs> I'm so tired of Mike and Vanessa. And now we got some great names. So thank you. So we learned about Stoney. Johnny's son lives with his grandparents because Johnny has to travel for work. But they see each other a couple times a month. That's great. A week, a month. A couple times a month, I'm pretty sure. Well, you think that's great? You you hate Jasmine for shipping her no, kids I off. No, I saw a couple g- times a week. No, I think it was month. Oh, okay. No, see, you're being, you're, I don't know, you're gender biased over here. You're like, yeah, the mom needs to be with the kids with the dad. Can you travel? I guess, but I, well, at least I feel like John is probably a person who's who's trying hard, right? Jasmine's oh getting all these plastic surgeries. Those are money she could also spend on her kids. No, that's true. So that's why I'm judging Jasmine. Listen, we don't know Johnny just yet. Maybe I'll judge him too. But right now I have nothing to judge him for. Okay. All right. So Ella says her relationship with Stoney is very good because he always takes the phone from Johnny when they're talking. It's a great time, I guess. Maybe Stoney just has terrible manners. Ella, like you ever think of that? <laughs> he, always, he always steals the phone from his dad. He's, he loves me. It's like, no, he's just a kid who wants to play with something. So Johnny isn't going to bring Stoney over yet. Stoney's going to stay with the grandparents. But hopefully if the relationship is strong enough, Stoney will come. Stoney will come. Well, the friends are judging Johnny for leaving his son for three See? months. But yes. Oh, no, I get it. But we've seen it. But so many people on 90 day, at least they're planning on bringing the kids over. Yes. Right. Look at Larissa. Look How at Larissa. has she been here? What are the kids? Look at Larissa. Right. I mean, yeah, even I forgot, I yeah. forgot about the kids. Like she now Hazel, about like she left Tariq and I don't uh. know what she's doing, but she always wanted to bring the kid here. What is she doing now? Why, if, if it didn't work with Tariq, why don't you go back and be with your kid? Like, right. Right. They Let's at see. least are trying to do this to write. Okay. So then... TMI time. It's a new segment on the podcast called TMI time. <laughs> what T- is it? TMI the segment. When e- oh, e- too, e- Ella, too, no, much too much information. I got it, got it. <laughs> too much, took, took me a moment. Too much information. Ella tells us she's never been on video chat naked except with Johnny. Mm. Um, she's been completely naked because Johnny's a boob guy. And apparently they're video sex. Um, do you want to describe 
their videos. Well, because she plays with her beautiful big boob, and Johnny's <laughs> making funny sounds. She plays with one of her beautiful big boobs, while she watches Johnny make strange faces and touch himself. Must be fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's what I always watch when I search white woman, Asian man. Please, that's, please, that's please don't. Comes up. So Ella, okay, TMI time, part two. Ella even used her vibrator, mm. which FYI time for your information, very hard to film, I guess, to use a vibrator and to film and play with her beautiful big boob. I can see that, but also tripod lady. Yeah, ring tripod. light. Hello. Everything looks better in the ring light. So then we cut to this talking head of Corby and Sonia talking about Ella's vibrator collection. Ella's wild. She doesn't look, but she's wild. I'm I'm sure they play samurai sword fighting with those vibrators. I'm sure that's how wild it gets. (laughs) So TMI. So then we we find out TM TMI TMI too much information too much information. Then we find out a little bit more, a little more sadness. The segment here. Ella was in an online relationship before with an Indian guy for about a year. Mm -hmm. But when they met in person, he refused to do anything sexual. And she thinks it's because of her weight. Yeah, which is sad. Very sad. And now. She feels like I can't fully trust Johnny until we meet in person. Listen, Ella, anything's possible. Like my new favorite show, um, Hot and Heavy. Oh, yeah. You love that show. You watched it once. Yeah, I watched it once. You love it. Then you turn it off because you said you can't look at that. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't like that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But listen, it's you have a pretty face. Just don't be discouraged by your weight. There's yeah. someone in the world... Maybe it's Johnny, maybe not. Who's going to find you attractive? Sure, sure. No, I'm just not into the fetishizing of things. It's fine. If you're, be attracted to whatever you're attracted to, but I don't know. I just don't like the fetishizing aspect of True, those but, shows. But. But, okay. People do it. Oh, for sure. You're, you're there for it. I'm not. But. <laughs> Thanks. That's Ella. That's Johnny. Let's see. This, this has some potential to be entertaining. Oh, for sure. I think. And it brings us to our last couple um, I have to say my least favorite so far. My least favorite, but now that we've met Hamza, it's getting a little more interesting, I think. True. Okay. So this is obviously Memphis and Hamza. Memphis is on her way to Tunisia. She's in Paris on a layover. Shout out to Terminal 3 <laughs> of the Paris airport. It was the Charles de, de Gaulle. De uh-huh. some, there, are two, there, there are two airports in yeah. Paris. There, there is Orly and there is Charles de Guat. Yes. I definitely butchered it, so don't hate you me, guys. sure did. But it's the Charles de something airport that has a ridiculous terminal. That's called the Terminal 3. It's called Terminal 3. It is, I think it actually is the Asian it is. flights. Speaking of the Asian it's, flights. It's the Asian carriers and the low-cost carriers. Yeah. And folks traveling through that airport, don't confuse with the French accent. Don't confuse Terminal C for Terminal 3. Or you may miss your flight, as Teresa and I Almost did, mm-hmm. going back and forth on that little train. but No, we walked. We went on the train. Oh, we walked what two. We walked? Th- we walked two, three. That was crazy. We through walked. Through a, a parking lot. Yeah. Under it's a like bridge. a tunnel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've told that story on the podcast way back when, but we don't have to get into it now. Memphis, <laughs> she's traveling. She is excited. She's excited to be with someone she and her kids can trust and count on for the rest of their life. 
Okay. Okay. Which is a lot of pressure to put on someone this early in a relationship. But she's hoping Hams is the person because why? Why wouldn't he be? Right. And we meet Hamza 48 Ooh. hours earlier. We meet Hamza 28. He's kickboxing. It's his passion. We should also kickbox, but I feel like I've said it recently. Because someone else yeah, was you, kickboxing on um, the show. Jesse oh and yeah, Jesse and Jennifer. Yeah. So yes, we we used to kickbox, but it was a it was like an exercise class. We didn't actually kickbox. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Passion for kickboxing. Mm-hmm. A passion for something else. Those plump bodies. Loves those plump bodies. What is a plump body? A bigger body. Oh, plump. like a lady? Like a plump, yeah. Plump, like a plump. P-L-U-M-P. Plump? plump. Yeah, plump. I feel like plump means like, like you know, just like, like No, plump, plump is uh, luscious, I think. Um, I don't know another good synonym for plump right now. But I'm learning so much. Sometimes I just, I just learn and it's beautiful. Yeah. So better with me, guys. Okay. So Hamza showing pictures of Memphis to his workout partner because we all know he shows everything Memphis shows him to everyone else, whether it's sexy time in the shower or some photos, he is spreading that around. Oh, for sure, because he wants to show off. Oh, yeah, he's flexing. Oh, yeah. He's flexing. So Hamza says, some Muslim men think American women are sluts, Hmm. but he doesn't like boring women. He likes the sexy time. Oh, for sure. So he's showing a photo of Memphis to his buddy. And he's like, ooh, good choice. Does she have a sister? Oh, yeah. Does she have a sister? Uh-huh. I was like, okay, uh-huh. okay. Take All it easy, guys. All right. Let's meet her first in person. Exactly. Exactly. So then we cut to Hamza's house. And speaking of fantastic names, we we meet Hyatt, which I always thought was a hotel. <laughs> it's actually Hamza's mother um, who's waking him up because... Hamza lives at home with her. And apparently, before we give him so much shit because he's 28, it's common in Turkey. Yeah, yeah. It's normal in the culture. Until marriage, you stay with the parents. And we know it from other Arabic men on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Azan. Azan. Yeah. Yazan. Ziet. Ziet. Yep. Yeah. So it's... No, no shade there. No, no, no. I just like the name Hyatt. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So I'm more of a Marriott person myself, but... For sure. I like Hilton, but let's move on. Okay. His mom does his laundry. She cleans his room. She treats him like a baby. Didn't he say that? Yeah, he, goes, he did. She treats me like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to definitely cause some tension between Memphis and Hyatt because it's like, who who's going to take care of him? Listen, your mom treats you like a baby, but at least you don't live Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If we all live together... You guys are gonna be fighting over my underwear. Who gets to fold? Them? Oh no, I would be with. I would be the baby with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> about, I love your mom. I love. Of your mom. course. Shout out to to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so they sit down to talk about Memphis, and we learn a little bit more about Hyatt. She got a divorce when Hamza was ten, so his mom's always been the one to take care of him, and that's probably what adds to the babying of Hamza. Plus, he's the only son. Yeah. So a lot of pressure on him. Yes. And she's cool. She's got no issue with Hamza being with a foreigner as long as this foreigner is good to him. I like that Mm because we've seen a lot of other times where, I don't know, marry within the culture, date within the culture. Mm -hmm. But Hyatt's cool. Hyatt's Hyatt's international. Hyatt's worldwide. You can stay at a Hyatt in almost any country. (laughs) And and you see that here of the accepting. And we like that. So speaking of names, Rao 
Ravis. Ra- I have Rywa? Rewa? I have Ravis. I was probably a little tired. Yeah, I think it's this. Rewa. I, I wrote R A I W A. I have R A W I S. Hamza's sister, okay? <laughs> Hamza's sister joins the party. She wants to join the conversation about Memphis because she says when she saw the photos Memphis sent of herself, uh, some of them were a bit indecent. Uh, but, but Hamza is okay with sex before marriage if two people love each other, which is basically him saying, I just want to bang someone. I don't mm. want to wait until I get married because why would I get married? I live with my mom. She takes care of me. I don't need to get married. Yeah, this is great. This is this is going to bode well, I think, for the relationship because we've seen this storyline time and time again, especially Nicole and Asna, which yeah. is, I want to share a room with you. I want to get physical. And Asna's like, no, we can't culture. But Hamza's like, nah, let's do it. If we love each other, let's do it. But he, yeah. speaking of rooms, yeah, they cannot share the room before they get married. Hamza asks mommy mm-hmm. and and she says, no, you're a baby. You're a baby. You cannot share your crib. You cannot share your crib <laughs> with, a, with another woman um, until until you're married. Right. Just sleep in the living room is her advice. Here's the issue with that. Hamza told Memphis they would be able to sleep together in the same room. Also, why doesn't Memphis book a hotel? Dude, book a hotel. You have a decent job. Book a Hyatt. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you can afford it. If not for the whole three weeks, book it for the first week. Get to yeah. know each other. Come on. Right. Tell mom that she booked two rooms. Come on. Yeah. I wonder if when Memphis's family asked her, oh, where are you staying? If she said I'm staying at a Hyatt. Because she is. <laughs> right? That's a good one. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, that, that's the issue. That's the storyline is Hamza lied to Memphis saying we could sleep together. We could share a room. My mother okayed it. But that's not the truth. And so we're starting this relationship on a lie. Classic 90 days. Classic 90 days. Okay, so today's the day. New day. Today's the day Hamza is going to meet Memphis. So... Setting up a room for her. Speaking of babies, he's got all of his best childhood sheets out for her. The cows, the sheeps. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love Loved it. Loved I it. love that. That's international. I love that. So he's also got a bouquet of flowers and he's heading to the airport with his friend Yousef, who is driving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, tell me you caught this part. Why was Hamza not driving himself? Maybe he doesn't have a car. Babies okay. don't drive. No, no, I know why. I'm asking you. I don't oh. want you to speculate. I don't want maybe this, maybe that. I want you to tell me. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. He doesn't have a license. Well, be- that makes sense. Okay. Because he got in, into a fight with his driving instructor. <laughs> what? Yeah. He said it? Yeah. What was I? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he, he got into a fight with his driving instructor and... Well, that's, that's the trouble with the subtitles is it's hard to take notes and read every subtitle. That's subject, true. That's you know? true. And we tried to rewatch it a few times, but I must have missed it. Yeah. yeah. So he got into a fight <laughs> and this sounds like a big fight. This sounds like a blow up. If he's like, screw it, I'm not getting my license. <laughs> Just like gets out of the car, leaves, I'm done with this. Yousef can drive me. Yeah. So that's why Yousef is taking him to the airport. And on the drive, we learn more about the situation, how... Since Hyatt got the divorce, it's been nearly impossible for her to find work. 
because you're kind of shunned in the culture a little bit um, after you get a divorce if you're a woman. So she hasn't been able to find work. And he's hoping if he can get to the States, he can get a job and provide a better life for the both of them. Mm -hmm. So cut to the airport. Memphis doing her own Darcy dash. Worried. Hamza's not going to find me attractive. I got to get myself together. Yeah, she... I didn't realize how insecure she actually is. Yeah, she's got some self-esteem issues. Very, but she doesn't need to. No, she's very pretty, very smart, yeah. very nice, but she is worried. And there's definitely- And I feel like, it, again, it happened to her in the past. Exactly. She said something and it always thinks like this scare you. Exactly. For life. So we see Hamza standing there waiting at the airport and out comes Memphis. And it's another slow- apprehensive stroll no mm -hmm. dropped bags no screaming right there was some laughing and then it was just hi 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 but she feels the chemistry he brought her flowers which nice. is nice after nice move. I, think, I think after cold everyone does yeah it. everyone learned from cold's mistakes <laughs> and the producer asks hamza like what are your first impressions what do you think and he is <laughs> teresa loved this he's like it's okay no problem no problem so I don't know if it's because the language barrier or if he wasn't that impressed. Because again, uh, as language. we talked about, if if a girl or a guy want a good look in photos, yeah, they can make it happen. You can filter it up. You can do all the poses, right? But that's not how you look in real life. Mm -hmm. You cannot do this in real life. False advertising, folks. For sure. So maybe she, but but we saw her in the shower. She was wearing a shower cap. And she was showing it yeah. off. Yeah. So. I think that's the, how she looks. I think it's the language. Yeah. I think it's the language barrier. And even Memphis, she realizes, oh, this language barrier is going to make things more difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way Hamza can learn English and plan a wedding in three weeks. Very true. That's two not weeks, enough time. Two weeks. Two weeks. The right. Third the third week week's the honeymoon. It's the honeymoon. Yeah, Gee. How, how quickly Gee. I forget. How quickly I forget. Okay. That's it. I, I'm telling you. I think this story is getting better now that they're together. Mm -hmm. I was kind of sleeping on Memphis a little bit. Um, in the first episode or two, but I think this is going to get better now that they're together. I agree. And we'll see. We got one more couple. This is crazy. Ben and Mahogany. Oh, that's right. I forgot that we have one more to go. One more I, I hope we'll meet them uh, we next gotta, year. I told you, we're in the we're friend zoning them right now. It's, mm. We're now going to be four episodes in, so we better meet them. Listen, on the previous, was it before the 90 day, we met Stephanie and Ryan a little Ooh. later later on and, and it was amazing <laughs> yeah so looking forward to that but that's the episode good episode definitely good, good. good season mm -hmm. loving this season so thank you guys hope you are thanks for listening make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening so easy to do just look down and smash that follow button yeah guys smash it like it's the upcoming new year hot Woo! because i have high hopes and i think i've said it many times oh, said it. but i do have high hopes and yeah. i have to repeat it because that was the last time I can because next time we talk, it'll be 2022. Well, we have the single life, but. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Listen, vacation. You're not, you're not off the hook just yet. Vacation mode. Yeah. But um, yes, we have the single life, but still 2022. I hope it's going to be freaking amazing for everyone. Okay. So smash it like it's hot. Press that plus sign button. If you're on Apple podcasts, follow the Instagram at married to reality pod. Guys, big news coming next week. Big news. Ba, 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 ba. Big news. Big news, big news. Um, so make sure you're following the Instagram. We got the merch if you're into that. If, if you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas and you want some new clothes or a mug or Guys, a I was rocking the shirt on the road. Everyone's loving it. 
everyone's loving it. It's very comfy, I have to say. And not just being to be biased because yeah. we made it. We don't put we don't create the actual shirt, like the the fabric, right? right. So I'm I'm happy with the quality. <laughs> yeah. I like Quality's it. Good. I hope you guys like it too. Quality's good. So marriedtorealitypodcast.com. There's a button to the store, so you can check that out if you want. Thanks again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. Once the Dari one. For? Once the Dari one. Thank you. Beautiful review. Happy New Year. If you guys don't listen to the Single Life Podcast, I don't know why you wouldn't, but Happy New Year if uh, if you don't. And that is it. I have said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. I've said it all. Oof. All right. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.